I had, I've had some customers go, I want my board screwed on. And I'm like, oh, hey, let me go ahead and give you the number of uh, Billy Joe Bob's fencing down the street. Have you been looking for a business podcast with hosts and guests who don't have a stick up their ass? Yeah, I said it. Damn! Well, if so, welcome to your new home, brother. Brother. This is My Fence Life. Woo! Our three passions are beer, bourbon, and business. And probably in that order. We're bringing on business owners who share tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes stories to help your business be more successful. And we drink during the show. So no matter what industry you're in, pop a cold one and come on in. Welcome to the My Fence Life Studio. Whoa, what's happening? Fence Life is, man. I got Shane Catton with us tonight, boy. What is going on? Same old, same old. Yeah, man. What's happening, bro? I I shipped out some Fence Life for license plates today. Did you really? Hey, you know what? I got my uh, got my poker chips and I got my bottle opener in the mail. They're sitting. uh, They're sitting over on the piano. Yeah, sitting sitting over over on the the grand piano. piano. uh, (laughs) You were tickling the ivories and popping tops, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) No, it's uh, what's going on with you, man? Not much, man. We're getting close to season five. Matter of fact, I want to make a big announcement about season five that's coming up. Um, we want to thank D&D Technologies. They're stepping up, and you know, they're going all in on uh, My Fence Life. So we want to thank those guys, created a Magnolatch, uh, um, go. badass shut-it hinges, all that good stuff. And we're going to be doing some things different, man, in Season 5. Um, one of them is is we're not going to be doing two Ask Me About My Days a Week. We are going to actually be video recording that like we're doing right here. And we're going to be dropping that audio and then cutting up that uh, video in the reels. So it's going to give us more content, more, um, you know, get us out there more on all the social media outlets with the reels, man. They've been doing real well for us. We thank y'all for supporting those, you know. Um, yeah, so we got a lot of stuff coming up for season five, man. Really do. And, uh, yeah, so I'm ready, bro. I'm ready. Five seasons. Woo! Yeah, season five. So, hey, guys, tonight uh, we're on episode 90 of season four. And uh, we got Shane, the Miller Lite drinking captain of Good Shepherd Fence out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Did I get that right? You did. Nailed it. <laughs> and, hey, guys, if you uh, can't read the bottom of the screen right there, go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook to allow the guys to see your name with your comment. Um, that's a big deal. We want to see who's commenting, what they're saying, and then that way we know um, who's who. And when we run into you at, you know, Fence Tech and the Fence Show and Sean King's events and exactly. Caleb Caleb's Ross events, events and pick, pitchers and pickets, right? Pitchers and pickets. Yeah, pitchers and pickets. Pitchers and pickets. Say that's that right. five times real fast, man. Exactly. No, exactly. I want to hear you say it. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, we're live on StreamYard. So make sure you, uh, when you leave a comment, before you leave a comment, go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook. And guys, we are live on YouTube. We are live on the My Fence Life Facebook page. We are live in the Fence Industry Only Facebook group. And we are live on LinkedIn. Dude, we're everywhere. We are live on 38 nationally syndicated radio stations. Yeah, yeah, whatever he said. We are on iHeart Radio. So I guess that's close enough, right? I guess. Depends. Exactly. So y'all know this uh, big, beautiful guy sitting in front of me here, uh, HR professional in corporate America for eight years for companies like Amazon, Walmart, and Chewy.com. Uh, he got into the fence business four years ago, and um, yeah, he got tired of old Jeff Bezos shit over at Amazon. It was like, I'm getting out of here, man. And then oh, he wow. left Chewy because they quit doing free shipping for employees. You know, he loves his uh, he loves his dogs, right? I know. Yeah. You probably have a parrot or something stupid, a fish. You're ordering from Chewy.com for your fish, aren't you? Hey, you know what? I was 4-H champ. I showed gerbils for – no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> is is that a gerbil in a uh, 
Oh uh, yeah, roll. It, it was more of a guinea pig. Um, <laughs> it was larger. It was about you know twenty pounds. It was it was it was obese. It was it was a guinea pig. Yeah, is that one? Is that a gerbil in a paper towel roll? There? <laughs> what the hell is? It? All right, so let's move on. Uh, <laughs> anyway, man. Uh, so he grew the fence company with him and his buddy Jacob. And, uh, dude, they're doing great. Now they got Midwest Fence Supply out of Indianapolis and Good Shepherd Fence. And now he's uh, the co-host of My Fence Life. So pretty awesome. Now, tonight's guest. Guys, it's been tough to get these uh, these two cats um, tied down in the same place at the same time. But we did it. And here we go. The guy tonight, he was born and raised in Oklahoma, married with – Three pulse hole diggers. I mean, kids at oh, home, and one of them, write-offs. one yeah, right offs. One of them is a brand spanking new baby girl. Matter of fact, he was texting about the show and holding his baby and sending me pictures at the same time. It was great, man. Uh, he started uh, he started his own tree and fence company back in 2015. He subbed for another fence company for about a year because he only knew how to do a certain type of fence, and he's like, I want to learn how to do more types. So he learned that. And uh, that put him on the road to growing his own business. And by 2018, he was hiring that fence company that he went to work for, the Southern, to help him get out of a bind when he got busy, man. What you think about that, Shane? Dude. Talk about yeah. tables turning. That's, uh, that's camaraderie right there, but that's awesome. But not only that, it says a lot for the guy's character because – you know, who's going to hire a sub and then they go off on their own and then he's going to hire that. You know, it was, I'm sure it's a great working uh, working deal to today, a relationship. Oh, unbelievable. Um, so just put him on the road to growing his own business. And uh, it was great, man. Fast forward five years, 2023, and he's running five to eight crews, depending on the time of the year. You know, wintertime, he's probably not staying in, but summertime he is. And so five to eight crews is impressive, man. He's got 21 employees. He's got a 10,000-square-foot facility with a shop and offices. And some people, I'm not going to say who, but probably about 300 or so people out there have been to his facility. So, Yeah, if if you didn't go to the Pickets and Pitchers event. Oh, you just gave it away. Check out his facility. A, you missed out on a phenomenal time. Great time. Uh, But phenomenal shop. My gosh. Yeah. Organized, clean. I was I was a little envious, man. Oh yeah, I was envious. I brought a couple of my team members there, and they're like, "Why isn't our shop this clean?" I'm like, "I'm looking at you." (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, let's get down to business. All right. All right, fence lifers, it's time to put away those post hole diggers, crack open a cold one. And get ready for this badass guest. Brought to you by the most trusted gate hardware in the industry. D&D Technologies. D&D Technologies. Creator of the Magna Latch and home of the Shut It Badass Hinge. If it doesn't say badass, it ain't D&D. Man, look who it is. Mr. Chance Whitner. Apex Fence. How you doing, man? Good. How are you guys? I'm doing great, bro. I'm doing great, man. How you like that new uh, guest intro, bro? <laughs> that was pretty sweet. Huh? Shane? Mr. Miller Light drinking Shane hey, Catton? It ain't badass. It ain't d and it, it ain't that intro. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, that's our new intro for our D&D guest of the night, our badass guest. And uh, Mr. Chance Whitner, Oklahoma City, right? Uh, Apex Straight fence. out of the Yukon Valley. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so you got a new baby girl, huh? Yes, sir. Yep. How you liking that? She's awesome. It's yeah, is, that, is that your own girl? We have two girls and a boy. Oh, man. Dude, I got three <laughs> boys and a girl, and my girl was harder than all three of my boys. All three of them, bro. So, uh, yeah, good luck, man. Whew. <laughs> yeah, good, he's with you. Good luck. <laughs> All right. So, um, first question, man, I got to ask. Are you going to uh defense show in Vegas? 
Oh, yeah. I should be there. Cool. Cool. Are you an FWA member? Yes, sir. All right. Cool. Cool, man. I got to see in Vegas. I'll be in Vegas. I'll be in Vegas. I'm going down. I'll be on the lookout. I'm going down for the whole week, baby. It's going to be awesome. I'm bringing a oh, media yeah. guy with me, so he's going to be following around, taking video, recording. It's going to be a great time. Uh, got him a media pass, so he'll be. We could ducking. go live in the gold and silver pawn shop. Yeah, yeah. You want to go down there? <laughs> <laughs> I've got this dollar bill from Bartness, George Washington. Bartness. We have media passes. We're good. <laughs> But yeah, man, I'm gonna have him everywhere, trying to get a bunch of content, and I think uh, I think I'm gonna be doing a class bomb there too, on not class, but just kind of speaking on software and selling from the office, and you know, virtually and all that kind of stuff, man. So anyway, oh. well, guys, we got three rules for the show: beer, business, and bourbon, or beer, bourbon business, bourbon, beer, beer bourbon business. business. Let's get down to business because uh, I'm home. And I don't have any bourbon. You believe that? So I kind of got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to have a little chat with uh, somebody. <laughs> where's your so, bourbon? Where's your bourbon guy? I thought your bourbon guy does his drop. Uh, well, you know, I've been trying to be a little healthier, so I got rid of all my bourbon and just had a little bit there. And for some reason, I think my son got a hold of it this weekend. So he. Uh, what have you been drinking lately? So it depends, man. I am a. Um, I like that uh, that bonded that Jack Daniels bonded is pretty good, and I'm not a Jack Daniels guy. I'm not a sour mesh guy. Uh, I guess my go to would be like a Kentucky Isle Wiseman would be my everyday bourbon, you know. And and I've got some pretty expensive stuff, but I usually I don't drink that by myself. I pull it out. Good friends and family come over. You know, a lot of people kind of save that stuff but i want to crack it open and have a nice drink with some friends and just sit there and sip on a finger or two of a bourbon and enjoy life man four five yeah well whatever it takes. two glasses is four so you know i told the doctor i'm only gonna have one glass and i didn't tell her it was five fingers <laughs> i didn't tell her it was a 32 ounce big I didn't tell her i had a glass in each hand right right uh, right right Did so, you ever get into the bourbon or the whiskey what, just once upon a time once upon a time, I uh, I stick to uh, I stick to beer. I will drink just about any beer unless it's uh, extremely sour or I have to chew through it like a stout. Not really? a fan. Yeah, coffee beers. Not a fan. Yeah, Man, I've been trying to get the beers. It has been a war. Just it's a uh, you know I can I can definitely dedicate my beer gut to beer, um, but uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, I. Uh, I've been, I've been, dude, during the summer, I drink a lot of gin. I'm a uh, gin and soda, you know, what a. You said you're a white claw guy. What the heck? No, no, no. I'm not a white claw guy. I've been doing no alcohol Monday through Friday. Really? For, did dry January. That was fun. And then uh, when we were in te at Texoma, Shane, I wasn't really drinking then. No. Yeah. And then, uh, but I've been on the Fresca Tito's, man. It's been my go-to. Really? Fresh Tito's. Fresh There you go. Yeah, man. Well, look, guys, we we got a temporary title for tonight. Episode 90 from subcontractor to top five fence company in OKC. Woo, boy. Look. Hey. Hardware, boy. <laughs> yeah, man. So oh. so let, let's, let's get down to it, man. Fence Tech. You had uh, pitchers and pickets. Right? Pickets and pitchers. Pickets and pitchers. I'm look, I'm horrible with this Come stuff. On, Dan. I'm not good with this, man. Um, good time. I showed up. Great shop. I really enjoyed the. Uh, I enjoyed everything, man. It was a lot of stuff. Cigars, going on. free bourbon. I wasn't a big fan of uh, of seeing uh, you know Dan Wheeler and Nathan Downs running around like they own the place, but uh, I straightened all that out. <laughs> I got with. I straightened all that shit out. We got it all, man. <laughs> But uh, it was a great time, man. And are you gonna? Are y'all gonna be doing anything for uh, Fence Tech in Nashville? Are you, or you know, y'all getting some sponsors together to maybe get a space to do it again? Yep, yep. We're gonna be uh, teaming up with AFA, and uh, I think we go out there in, in July and uh, for their meeting and uh, scope out a place and. I'm really looking forward to it, so it should be should be a good time. 
Hell yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. We can hear you a whole lot better what, when what you're head, sitting what up head, like that. What headline are you going to have? What major What major headline? Oh, Eric Church mm, or something like that. You know, probably Jelly Roll. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Jelly, Jelly roll. roll. Exactly. Jelly Roll. Yeah, that'd be great. Corn. I don't know what to think about that guy, man. I don't. I don't know. I can't. Mixed tell emotions on it. Mixed emotions. Yeah. Yeah. You get somebody like Corn or somebody. The place will go nuts. Sticks. <laughs> Sticks. So, um, so man, tell me about how'd you start out? I know you. I know you told me you started building a couple fences with a tree guy. You were working building, you know, cutting trees and and um, built a fence or two. And and what what happened, man? Give me. A I didn't even down. know they were tree guys. I've been on his boat. I didn't even know they were tree guys. Yeah. Yeah, well, he uh, he was 21 when he bought his first boat, and he was like, "I'm getting me a boat, man." So he got his first boat, and what happened? You a tree cutting, fence building fool? Give us a story. Sorry, uh, Wi-Fi cut out there for a second. Yeah, I mean, uh, there for a bit, I just had like three or four jobs, and I just wanted a boat so bad, and. Uh, just kind of did whatever I had to do to get that first boat or, and then I started my own tree company off, off from that guy. And then, uh, had a really big storm. And then after that big storm, I just wasn't busy. And then I applied for a job for a couple of fence companies and ended up at one and was a sub there for about two years. And then I just kind of, feathered off on my own and ever since then we never looked back and that was i was an 18 okay so. so how did you make that well first of all you went to work for another fence company being a sub and mm -hmm. that was because you wanted to learn more about different styles of fences because when you were with the tree guy y'all were just doing like panel fencing that you buy from home depot or something or, or what Stock it, right? yeah I'm like with landscape timbers and i mean i think i think we only use like metal posts on one or two jobs okay all right so you went ahead and uh was cutting trees building these uh crappy fences really right i mean i've never really seen a good fence built by a tree guy myself i'm usually going back fixing those Hey, to the tree guy standards, they were good then. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so after you went ahead and um, worked for those guys, you were like, I want to learn some more. So you went to work for another fence company. And what all What all did you learn while you were there? Um, I mean, I learned a lot, but they were they were really busy whenever I went to work for them. And they were, they were growing huge. I mean, they were, they were growing really fast to – and I, they they taught me a lot, and uh, I mean, you know, I could call them anytime I wanted to questions, and a lot of that stuff I just learned from making mistakes and doing it, you know. So, I guess my question would be: yeah. when you were subbing, was it just you, another guy, a truck, and a trailer, or? Um, yeah. Okay, so because you know I was listening to uh, Nathan's show, and he was talking about how he's got a sub that works for him that's got four crews. <laughs> You know, which is pretty, Holy cow. which wow. is pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Triage. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I got a subs guy. It's like, like roofers, you know, a, a little pyramid scheme of fence guy. <laughs> hmm. You get one, you get 30. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you went there, you learned how to what do chain link. You what, what, what all, what all different, uh, disciplines did you learn of fencing while you were there? Yeah. Chain link, Ameristar. Vinyl rain trail, um, a little bit of vinyl privacy. Really good at wood. You know, they, they, uh, when I started working there, I only had built, you know, five or 10 stockade or wood fences. And they were all panels, Lowe's or Home Depot panels. Uh -huh. And they explained the way they do things is they stick build them, but they use inch and five eight screws. They don't use nails, no nail guns. And so uh -huh. I got a really good with uh stick building with screws wow can you imagine yeah. that uh, yeah. i'm good i pass and they weren't coiled you know like the correlated screw guns they were just you know a pouch out of your pocket yeah 
Yep. Holy I mean, they, shit. They would buy pallets of inch and five eighths deck screws. Pallets. He's got the worst tennis elbow this side of the Mississippi now. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that, man. I mean, I had I've had some customers go, I want my board screwed on. And I'm like, Oh, hey, let me go ahead and give you the number of uh Billy Joe Bob's fencing down the street. And I'm sure he'll come out and handle that right on up for you, especially when they want deck screws and cedar fence boards. That thing's going to look like the Valley of Tears after the first rain with all the black running off those deck screws on that western red cedar. Valley of Tears. (laughs) (laughs) Always use a good screw. Should should do that. Well, I know those deck screws, even the ceramic-coated ones, man. I see guys, they'll, they'll use them to put trim on, cap and trim. And down mm-hmm. here in our, in our in our humidity and stuff, it'll just it'll just run, you know. There's nothing you can do about it because we use uh, we use two and a half inch deck screws to screw our gate frames together, and we'll get we'll get running on the back of those gate frames, but it's on the back of the fence, so I'm not that concerned about it. But I'd rather have those screws putting that whole frame together because when I got to go back and make a repair, it's a whole lot easier to zip, pull a screw out, make an adjustment, stick another one in, and go. You know, so yep, it's really hard to go back to nail. Like when I, you know, broke out on my own and I a compressor and nail gun for probably six months or so. I hired these two guys. They're like. Let us just show you how fast we can be with nail guns, and after that first. Job, I was like, "Yep, we're not even, we're not doing screws." <laughs> and you know, as long as you use a good galvanized ring shank, you know, right? Yeah, you, you got to pry and pry. You know, you know. Oh yeah, you're doing damage. Yeah, and I mean, look, man, you're gonna get that board. You can either put a ring shank nail in there and come back and pop the board off later, or you can put screws in it and break the board off later. You know. Um, <laughs> I'd much rather have the nails myself, rock and roll with those babies. So you learn all these different disciplines. You're like, hey, we're going to go ahead and rebrand. We're going to be Apex Fence. We're not going to be Chance's uh, tree climbing and fence uh, building, right? And um, you start Apex Fence. And How'd you come up with Apex Fence? Yeah, that's a good question. So I uh, I was Googling fence company logos uh-huh. and it was i was either between red dirt fence or frontier fence i was just type in you know fence company logos and then the guy i don't know if i used him at that time but his company was red dirt staining and um i was just googling logos and i saw like apex something I was like, oh, that's a, that's a sweet logo. And I was like, actually, that's actually a pretty cool name. And that's that's just how – not a cool story to it. <laughs> uh, I thought he was going to come that's up cool. – I thought he was going to come up with, well, I was just trying to be first in the phone book, so I went with A. And, yeah, a I mean, and then that's what it was attractive to you. It's an A and kind of modern and, you know. So, Shane, how, predator. Shane, how did you come up with Good Shepherd Fence? Chad came up with it. Back in uh, back in the nineties, um, when he was a, um, so he used to, you know, speaking of Christianity and faith and stuff like that, we talked about earlier. Um, yeah, he's a Christian. He was um, uh, teaching Bible uh, Bible study uh-huh. um, back in the day for you know many moons, and one of the sermons was on you know the, the Good Shepherd and so on and so forth, and he was doing fence very similar mm-hmm. for somebody else. And came home kind of one day after, you know, teaching, was talking to his wife at the time and was like, I mean, you know, the Lord's kind of, you know, pushing me in this direction, uh, you know, to, you know, start my own thing. I've been doing this for so many years. And uh, he's like, well, you know, hey, let's call it Good Shepherd Fence. Um, and then just kind of rolled with it. And then it's been around since 96 now. So, man, y'all stories sound so like wholesome and shit. <laughs> Dan's like I, Dan's like Master Grass King. Dan's like I got the ring first. No, no, no. yeah, yeah. Dan, man. What's, what's your story? My story. Uh, so um, it's pretty awesome, man. Uh, I started a grass company 
basically a tree company, right? I mean, we were around trees all day. So I started a grass company while I was working for a plumbing company. And I was running this guy's business for him. Nextels came out, and that was a game changer because I didn't have to be stuck in the office. I could be out and about. I could be doing a fence estimate working for the plumbing company. And um, so I started I started cutting grass on the side, which was a whole fluke. We don't want to get into that story. Uh, it literally was a fluke. And um, I started a fence company, which was another fluke. I started a fence company over a roast beef po' boy. That's how I started uh, Grass King Lawn Care and Fencing. Roast beef yeah. po' boy. So anyway, I was the... Uh, I was the grass man. Everybody I everybody everybody I called, I was like, "Hey, you know, I want to I'm, I'm starting a grass company." And they were like, "You know, I don't know who our grass man is." And I don't know who our grass man. Is. I'm like, "Well, I'm going to be the grass man." And at one time, uh y'all heard me say this before, I wanted to put the two little dots or the line over the A. I wanted to be the grass man. You know, we cut it, we don't smoke it. But my uh, ex-wife was like, "You can't do that." And I'm telling you right now, I'd probably still be cutting grass today if I had that logo and that name. So, but anyway, um, so I'm, I'm running around town with grass, man, right? Life is great. And all of a sudden, I get a letter from an attorney that says, hey, you know, somebody else has grass, man. I'm like, ah, my first lesson in business, right? Um, just don't come up with a name and go to work. Well, I had T-shirts made. I had all kinds of stuff. So I quit using that, and I pulled man off my trail, and I had grass man in a, like an arch on this uh, white box trailer. And I had it off, and I'm at one of my customer's houses, and this is a whole other story, too, which she said is the reason why I say this a lot. But uh, she's like, man, what happened? I thought you were the grass man. And you could still see all the dirt stuck to the glue where the man was at. So it still said grass man, but it wasn't on there, right? And I told, yeah, it said grass and a bunch of dust and grass stuck to the glue where it said man, and you can still read it. And she goes, you know what, uh, man, fuck that guy. Let him be the man. You be the king. And I was like, huh? Okay. <laughs> and I looked. I'm like, king will fit there. Cleaned up the trailer. Got king put on it. Went ahead and uh, registered it. And I was the grass king. And then, of course... I became the fence king. So, yeah, my story is not like I was teaching Bible studies or I was Googling <laughs> Googling logos. I had a I had a customer like, fuck that guy. And that's the, one of the reasons why I say that. That's my phrase. Boom. Yeah. So, and my logo totally came from, uh, people ask me where my logo came from. And there's this, uh, this beard stuff it's like beard jealousy or something i forget who it is and they got this guy on it with this big long beard and when i was trying to come up with a logo i told the person that was making my logo i said look i want something modern like this this looks modern this looks manly this you know so they went ahead and started with that picture and then started cropping it and moving it and making adjustments and came up with the fence king logo and when I got a hold of Benji, he's like, ah, we need to make a few changes to this. So uh, Benji made it better. He made the beard look like uh, privacy pickets, and he cleaned up the crown, and here we are today. Fence came. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And then we just did a rebrand, right? We just uh, took Dan Blaw Services from underneath uh, Fence King and put Build, Clean, Stain, Seal under it. So that was my way. I want my logo to say everything. I don't, when I say fence king, people are like, oh, you build fences. I don't go, oh, you know, I'm uh, uh, Dan Blanc Services. Oh, what do you do? I don't want to have to say that. I want my logo to say everything. I was wondering what that was. What's that? The Dan Blanc Services. So I started Dan Blanc Services because I was going to have Fence King, a division of Dan Blanc Services. Then I could have Grass King. I could have you know, roof king, whatever. I could have all these divisions on the damn law services because I was doing pergolas and I was doing outdoor patios and concrete work and tree cutting, you know, all that stuff, which I wasn't hey, doing. I was subbing it all hey, out. You want to get messed up right now? What? You know the chance we talked about on the boat? Pergola? It's actually pergola. Pergola? 
Don't don't start. Don't start. It is. It yeah, is. a lot of people say pergola. It is. It's pergola. If you live in Kansas and North. It's I know. I used to say it too. Sean King said it once, and I said that ain't right. And I Google it, and I go, damn. It's it's pergola. It's pergola. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Well, you can have that pergola shit. It's a pergola. So Dan Block service is very good. I just wanted to build so, and clean and yeah. Stuff. And and my uh, my sales pitch used to be, um, hey, my dad told me if you're gonna put your name on something, it's hard to run from it if you screw up, because in the community everyone knows your name. So that's kind of where Dan Block services came from. Hey, I'm putting my name on this and. You know what, Miss Karen? If I uh, screw you over, everybody in town is going to know that Dan Bloss Services did it because you're going to scream it from the rooftops and on Facebook and so forth. And how am I going to be able to function in this community as Dan Bloss if I'm putting out shit work and I'm not running a business and giving the customer what they're paying for? So that was part of also of using my name. So that's cool. Yeah, man. A lot of marketing and a lot of uh, strategy went into all that. Yeah, and you've been doing it for a while. Chance, you've been doing it longer than me. What's uh, what's keep what's keeping you successful? Like uh, especially as you've been you've been growing fast recently. Yeah. Like especially a lot of commercial work. You and I've been talking about commercial estimators, yeah, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like what's keeping you uh, what's keeping you on track? Let's uh, what's what's helping you succeed. I mean, uh, Robert has been helping a lot. Robert Magnolia. Um, he came in right, right before FinceTech or dur- during FinceTech, I think was our first meeting, first official meeting. And man, like that guy's been my friend for three or four years. But holy cow. I mean, it is, you know, it, it's just eye-opening how smart and just, he can, he can switch gears, just take his friend head off and be your coach and then put his friend hat back on. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm really blessed that, you know, I mean, we had Mia, uh, two weeks ago, he came in and ran apex for a whole week. Really? I heard that. It was pretty sweet. Really? And he, uh, and he fired some people too. (laughs) Did he really? Did he fire some people? Yeah. Yeah. Him and Wiley. uh, Well, one guy kind of, Fire. I mean, they fired themselves. Technically, they always fired. Well, yeah, themselves. they fired themselves. But so you're gone, and Robert's like, "You're out of here." And then he's like, "Hey, yeah. Chance, by the way, I, I got rid of, uh, <laughs> I, got, I got rid of Jose." By the way, I turned your Indeed ad back. And uh, and and yeah, that guy, the, and that guy the Bob. Evening update from Wiley, and it's, uh, "Hey, um, crew one broke the windshield on the skid steer. Crew two, this crew. Th- yes. Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> Crew four, uh, Joe's not here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we sent him pack and we saw him walking down uh, I forty. <laughs> but uh, but everything was handled like that was everything that was handled. That's mm-hmm. impeccable. You didn't have to lift a finger. Yeah, and for the first time in you know five years or since we've been growing, I mean we just we just promoted a guy um, into that supervisor lead and. You know, kind of navigates the crews. I don't, you know, in the mornings, I don't go out there and distract them. They don't come and distract me. He, they deal with him and vice versa. But, uh, you know, for the first time, I could kind of breathe for five days. So that was, uh, I strongly recommended if other guys are in that position, if they're thinking about putting someone between them and the crews or, you know, what to just go ahead and do it and you will not regret it. Layers, layers. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I spent some time with you and Robert in uh, Texas. We had some time down there. I'm going to put, uh, I'm gonna put Robert's right. phone number out there right now, man. Y'all having a baby, call Robert. He'll come run your business for you. <laughs> Robert's going to be like, Dan, you're having a lot of kids. Hey, man. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm at Keith yeah. Young's again. He's, uh, you know. <laughs> for some reason, you always the have kids. Evil teacher. <laughs> For some yeah, reason, you always got kids sir. between Christmas and New Year's, Dan. How come? I don't know. <laughs> Every year, skiing and shit. Rob's at the back of the office. <laughs> but that's uh, yeah. I've been down to their operation. They got a they got a well oiled machine down there. That's Magnolia. Oh yeah, Magnolia. Right. Yeah, out of, man. Yeah. Right out of Fort Worth. It's a 
It's a compound. It's a compound. He's right. Robert's uh, Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, man. He's doing some awesome stuff. And he uh, he started out in landscaping and grass cutting and all that stuff with his yeah. brother. It's a great yeah, story. We talked We talked to him a handful of episodes ago. That was a great one. It was uh, yeah. a lot of good stuff. Talking about our campsites, right? Yeah. Yep. When to take a break. So, um, Ch- Chance. Running when you when you're running at full capacity, height of the season, eight crews, man, that's got to be a lot, huh? I mean, I know, yeah, we run. I know, running my cruises a lot. Yeah, we run, you know, about five every day, and then we have, you know, one to three that will do sub work, but we run five consistently, and. Uh, yeah, it is. We, we work really hard. Now, how many are you running, uh, Shane? Uh, right now, we're running like seven. Seven, so, huh? But I, um, you know, well, I got a, I got a couple new guys starting here in the pipeline that uh, are going to be taking on some trucks. So I'm excited about that. Had another call today. So, so you might be putting another crew on a road? Or two. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We're, we're solid with what we got. Um, you know, I got a rocking team. Like it's, we're, we're, we're getting it, but we've got, we've got customers we need to serve. You know, I go, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the same thing, man. My, I'm at the point to where we needed crews. So I got my third crew. Now I'm like, oh, I need another sales guy because I got to keep the three crews going. Oh, yeah. You know, we uh we were looking at our numbers uh the other day and we've done, you know, almost eighty two percent of the sales we did last year already this year. You know? Wow. So Good. yeah, man. So we're looking for a a great year. I'm hoping to uh Y'all been doing a lot of stain? Uh yes and no, man. We just did a big one. By the way, if you're gonna stain something black uh yeah that's going to be a life changer for you my oh, yeah. uh yeah my son my my middle son went out and stained about 600 foot of a uh, black four rail and he came home and he was black i literally was like dude you're not coming in my house he's like i'm gonna get in the shower and i'm like no i got like a white tub white subway tile like, no, 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 take him outside no. and wash him like a dog no oh, so yeah. pressure wash yeah, so we I literally made him strip outside down to his underwear. And, yeah, we're going to be a little more prepared for that. I know it's summertime, but I think he might have dealt with the full-body white, you know, you know that thin suit that you wear that literally comes around your head like this. Oh, yeah. That's probably – I mean, his beard was black, his hair – I mean <laughs> – it was it was crazy, man. He, he sent me some pictures, and he's like, "So uh, don't sell any more black stained fences." <laughs> but I think we got another one to do. We just, you know, you learn. We're we're just learning with the stain stuff. You know, I see Caleb and his guys, and and uh, Justin uh, Magnesium and his guys, and and they uh, they got it down pat, man. They don't look like that after a black a black stain job. So we're we're learning. We're I'm we're learning every day. Huh? I said my stain guys don't. At least I don't see pictures of it. I just see pictures of the fence. Not the- <laughs> you don't see pictures of them? <laughs> I go, I check out the fence and never see pictures of them. I just start asking for selfies next time. <laughs> what, what was your condition? Well, you know, when one of them's your kid, you know what I mean? He's going to send you stuff like, Dad, look what you got me doing today, you know? And I dip my hand in the stain bucket again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, talking about that stain job, we did this aluminum gate. That remember the one I sent you a picture of? We hung that sucker the other day, but right now we got it tied shut with some rope because the operator we had an issue. But we're going to be uh, installing that operator. I can't wait to show you all some pictures of this. And the gate that came in today is another one that's badass, man. And we're hanging them with D and D badass hinges. You can't go wrong. You use uh, do you use those hinges, Chance? Yeah, we use a ton of those. Dude, they are. They, I love that they're adjustable, you know. Yeah, man. So I think they got like three quarters of an inch of adjustment or half inch of adjustment yep. on each one, something like that. Yep, two and three quarter is what you set your. Yep, two, two and a half to three inches or whatever. 
Yeah, man. It's it's pretty awesome. But wait till you see this gate, Shane. We're going to do a video of it with all this stain and going down this country road with all this black floorboard. And then you come up to this nice, uh, yeah. it's like a cobblestone um, uh, columns that they did with lights yeah. and stuff. And we hang this aluminum gate off of it. It's freaking nice, man. Real nice. There you go. There you so, go. But uh, so back to uh, Apex Fence, man. Um, What's keeping them successful? Yeah. what? That's We're on the same train of thought there. Man, there for a while, I mean, I don't know. My, my guys really push me, and they make, I don't know, they make me hungrier and just, you know, keep them busy, and they motivate me. And, uh, yeah, having <laughs> a good group of guys and culture and, you know, and, then, you know, of course, the family. Yeah. Well, oh. Do you have a lot of SOPs? You got standard operation procedures that you, you, hey guys, this is how we do things, and this is the way Apex works. This is the way it runs. You know, do do you have those in place? Yeah, that's kind of one. That's a big thing that Robert's kind of been uh, helping us out with. Um, yeah, those sort of things. Yeah, we need to get with Robert, man, and talk about maybe uh, getting you some. Uh, Better Wi-Fi over there, bro. He's firing people. <laughs> Are you at your Fire. office? <laughs> yeah, it's bad. We'll it's put bad. it in the budget and send it. Yeah, <laughs> our framers uh, like tilted our satellite, and we have a bridge from our house to our welding shop, from our welding shop to our big shop, uh-huh. and it just you know they they adjusted it, built on our front porch, and it hasn't been the same since two days ago. <laughs> so with y'all on a satellite? Yeah, it's uh, we're in like a we call it the island. We don't have fiber. Um, we were running when we first built the shop. We were running off of uh, like those AT and T hotspots, uh-huh. and they told us it was uh, like hundred bucks a month per hotspot. And then they sent us this bill for twelve hundred dollars because we were you know we're running four computers off this one hotspot, and that that changed. Real quick, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that sounds but like no, I got one time. We're, yeah. we're running off satellite. It sucks. Before that, we had DSL. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Nobody call and get on the phone at the same time. Yeah. So you have a regular landline. You definitely don't have your internet for your phone, do you? Yeah. Yeah. My I can hotspot on my, my phone. No, no, I'm talking about like my my uh my phone at my office is a VoIP, a voice over internet protocol, I think it is. So literally my cell phone number got transformed into the, the number I've had since like nineteen ninety eight is now a VoIP. Yeah. And it runs through my, my, my internet. So everything's internet based. And if you don't have good internet, then your calls are breaking up and phone's not ringing. So internet's a big deal where I'm at. That's for sure. So ours is go to. It's through AT and T. Same thing though is my old cell phone number, and it's uh-huh. you know an app on your phone. So you have to keep that app open. And our office lady, she'll get the first call, and then she can as long as the app's open on my you know in the background of my iPhone, uh-huh. she can transfer it to me or Jacob or. or Okay. Lindsay okay. Or Wiley. Yeah, man. I tell you what, when you get some decent internet, you get you a VoIP. It's a game changer. It really is, man. I love our. Like phones. a booster. No, I mean it's literally it runs through the internet. So my my uh, my phone line is literally the internet now. So when you call, Dan's it, tried to explain it to me before. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, man. But basically, it's in the cloud. It's, yeah, it's in the it's, cloud. Uh, it's technology, a, <laughs> technology. Yeah, what do what do I need to do to get my class? Just a dumb fence guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just it's a dumb fence guy. So all I know is all I know is is we plug the uh, Ethernet cable into the back of my desk phone. My desk phone goes to my computer, and bam, the phones ring. That's all I know. And the phone calls record, and uh, they're saved. And uh, that's probably the best thing I ever did was have phone calls recorded. Saved me seventeen hundred dollars the other day, so you know, nice to have them recorded and be able to tell a customer, "Nah, this is what you said." No, I didn't. Uh, hold on one second, check your email. And they listen to the phone call and they call you back. You're like, 
So I listened to the phone call. I'm, yeah, you're right. I did say that. I don't remember. Well, okay. So that's a seventeen hundred dollar change order. They didn't want to pay for it. Now they're paying for, you know, because her husband signed it. He said that he did it because she thought his wife okayed it. And I'm like, well, your wife did. She said she didn't. So phone call ah. saved us, man. Yeah. Yeah. Big deal. You know. That is nice. So, so anyway, man. So you're out in the middle of nowhere, uh, basically. If you on the outskirts. Yeah, yeah, on the outskirts. So when we were at Fence Tech, um, Blake Bayham with uh, uh, Fence Guys and Stain Guys, I mess with him all the time about that. They were like, hey, we're going to uh, picket some pictures. And they were on the little scooters running around Oklahoma. And they thought they were going to ride those from downtown Oklahoma to your place. <laughs> you'd have to you'd have to change out four scooters, dude. So after about twenty minutes of riding, they realized this is not going to happen. <laughs> so they left the scooters. God knows where. Can you imagine those guys wake up the next morning like, what the hell are these scooters doing? <laughs> We got four scooters, you know. I got I got billed a hundred and ninety bucks to ride a scooter across the town. What the hell? <laughs> so and then they ended up picking up a ride with somebody. I think they jumped in the back. It might have been Robert. They jumped in the back of somebody's pickup truck, and it was insane how some of the people got to your place for that. Uh, for that deal, yeah, I think Mark did that too. Mark, uh, yeah. People were riding riding on the back of like dump trucks, buses. They had like people with bikes and you know, I mean anything to get there. I know, bad. man. There was so many people there when I pulled up. They had people parking us. And I'm like, what is going on? Because I, I rolled got in Lake and I was pissed. I know, I left before you got there. I was like, dude, are I, you know coming? I know it. I know it. I'm not gonna y'all, Yeah, y'all y'all both weren't there long. Yeah, I got their uh, wide dripping. Dangon supplier awards stuff. Dan yeah. already talked about that. Yeah, Shane got, wanted got his in the mail. Shane, Shane wanted to stand there and <laughs> hold the certificate and take a picture <laughs> from <laughs> Digger Specialties. Look at me. <laughs> oh, out of here. <laughs> not me. I was like, you got my address. I'm good. <laughs> I'm not coming to hang out with you guys. At least diggers. I'm not going to hang out with you guys, you know. So, sure. Shane, what you been up to, man? I know you've been traveling a lot, huh? Yeah, I have. Well, it's wedding season. All my friends are uh, getting married, so no, it's uh, hasn't hasn't really been business related oh. travel recently. So I was in Georgia a week ago, a week ago, about a week ago. So man, well, it all uh, it all started when you went to Texas and you hung out I with uh, Chance and Robert in uh, Dakota. We slayed some freaking fish from the airboat till four in the morning. It was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, two nights in a row, banged it down, just boating. But uh, yeah, I went to Georgia, heading to Milwaukee Thursday. Yeah. So obviously, obviously, I will be going on the Miller Lite tour. Um, <laughs> so if you call me at Thursday, uh, 2 p.m., I guess that'd be central time, their time, which is Eastern time is really the real timing to be basing your life off of, which we've already established that earlier. Um, I'll be in the Miller Lite tour. You'll so, be it. So <laughs> I'll be like a free Willy Wonka factory, you know, yeah. bathing in a tub of Miller. <laughs> in, a, in a bath of Pilsner, right? Cool. Of Mechanical Pilsner. one. Exactly. <laughs> but no, other than that, man, we've been freaking killing it. All my trucks are going chrome red next week, actually. So nice. I mean, we're thinking about copper flake orange. Do it. You won't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Drop the deposit check off today. I think. I, I think you should go well. pink, man. I think you should go all pink. <laughs> hey, there's a chrome orange uh, Cadillac in town here. Uh -huh. And that chrome orange, it's uh, the owner of a wrap company. Uh -huh. It's like a burnt sunset orange, but it's chrome. Fire. Really? Matches that, lo matches that uh, logo right there on your hat right there. Man, so I went into the design meeting about a week or two ago, and he's like, hey, man, I've really uh, I've just been brainstorming. And what do you think about chrome? Like chrome orange. I'm like, there's a couple guys that, that run chrome. That's just that's funny you say that. He's like, 
yeah, I've never, I've never seen anyone do Chrome Orange. What do you think? I'm like, yeah, we could shoot me a design. I'll see. <laughs> yeah, let's go to, let's, let's head on over to Ozark Fence and uh, check out. He's got, oh. Joe's got the Chrome Orange, man. Yeah, he does. Really? Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah he does. Joe. He's got, he's got some. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, so we're doing that. We're installing a ton of fence. We're doing all kinds of things, man. It's uh, we're staying busy here in Indy. Yeah, we uh, we got a t- I got a text message Saturday from a company called Loft Eighteen. It's like a Top Golf, but it's not a Top Golf. <clears throat> and um, I hadn't heard from him in a month, man. I got tired of asking him when you need us back. When you need us back, they hit us up Saturday and like, hey, uh, we got a party in a week. So we're going to need the VIP fencing done, the dumpster enclosure done, AC enclosures done. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> and guess when I get the text? I get the text at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday after I've already texted all my customers and said, hey, we're coming Tuesday to your project. So uh, that was fun. And then uh, Raising Canes, I was like, I'll just put those guys off. They've been putting us off. So I called him up to put him off, and uh, Greg's like, uh, no, man, we got to walk through on Friday, so y'all got to be done by Thursday. I was like, oh, shit. Welcome to the world of commercial, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure yep. you deal with that a lot, huh, Shane? Yes, we do. Deadlines yeah. that you didn't know were deadlines? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. Hurry up and wait, and then full throttle. I had had two call me today, same thing. Been waiting for four months for them to get a pad poured. Yeah. They're like, hey, we need it done in uh, three days. We're like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, we got a crew going to be pouring concrete all night, and, uh, you know, we need you all here by noon. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You got to love Chance, you're doing, you're doing residential and commercial, right? You're doing gates. You're doing automation. You're doing stain. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're doing it all. Everything, what? pergolas, concrete. Pergolas? Yeah, pergolas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Dan, listen, type it in the Google, listen to the talk, and then you get pissed. You'll be like, what the You know what we got into that's really been a good thing for us is, you know, these neighborhood entrances with the, the rock and the cast, all the masonry work and the signs. Well, we got asked to, to quote one. We were quoted the fence and that's what it's really been uh, working for us. I mean, we've really? done four or five of those big ticket items, you know. You do it like the landscape to the sides and stuff like that, and the rock entry as well with the columns and bricks and pillars. And mm-hmm. So we don't do the, the landscaping or the electrical work or the irrigation, but everything else we'll do. Boom. Yep. And see, yeah, because you're a one-stop shop, right? They don't have to deal with seven eight nine different contracts that's what i tell folks is if you can you know even if you don't do it you do it yeah right like well, figure it out but it, that's that's awesome that you can knock it all out those entrances i've i've bit a few of those those are nice yeah and the other thing too is is if you're doing operators and all that stuff you're getting all that installed and it's a whole lot easier you're not having to cut concrete you're not having to you know you're getting it all done while you're in there tearing yeah. stuff up you're you're prepping yep. for your uh, for your call boxes and all that stuff, man. Yeah, they don't yeah. have to, you know, coordinate all that or you know, don't, yeah, like you said, go back and core drill or do this and that. It's all all us. We schedule it off all our subs. Yeah. Went from uh, went from building stockade fences with timbers <laughs> to neighborhood <laughs> entries. What's uh, what's like the three. Uh, What's like the three things you'd tell people that'd be, uh, I'd say, going from sub right to business owner? Like, what's some of the three, th- like three things you focus on? Top three things you focus on because that's a heck of a transition from going stockade picket fence to running a full time operation. Like, what's it? What's it take to get? Like, what's your top three things you focus on? I would say um, quality and professionalism um going above and beyond and i mean let's do what you say you're going to do and be there when you say you're going to be there over communicate 
That's more than three, but I mean, yeah, urgency. Everything's urgent. Urgency. Everything. Yeah, cannot, yeah. Yeah, I would say the same thing, man. My wife would always be like, "Why are you texting this customer? It's nine o'clock. Like, we're paying bills." Yeah, I mean, that's how yeah. I started out, man. I didn't care what it was, you know. I was stepping out of the delivery room right after my kid got done answering the phone, you know, stepping back in, you know, after uh, the kid just got born. And and sometimes that's what you got to do. It's, the customer doesn't care you had a kid. They might say they do, but they don't. Yeah. Well, whatever, you know. They're, you uh, got a kid, but I don't have a fence. Ex- exactly. They want what they want when they want it. <laughs> I don't, yeah, whatever. So, uh, yeah. Customer service goes a long, long way. Put Junior down and come over here and dig these dig these holes. Or bring right off over here and have him <laughs> dig the gates. <laughs> bring right off. Get him, get him focused on the key posts. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a heck of a. That's a heck of a transition. I mean, from because there's a lot of people that do this, you know, the sub route. There's a ton of subs out there. Not saying it's a bad move to make, but I mean, uh, yeah, that's that's impressive. Now to top five, that's uh, that's something fierce. Yeah, man, that's awesome. OKC's got another thing coming, and that was just in what uh, five years? Yes, sir. Yeah, five years. Five years, top five, man. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I know I had a guy that was subcontracted for me, and he decided to go on his own. And uh, he'll stop in the office sometimes and be like, "Dude, I didn't have a clue. I thought I knew. You know, now I understand why you said this, and now I understand why you would get pissed about that. Now I understand why you made us do this." He goes, "I get it all now." You know, so and he's still out there. He's killing it. He's doing a great job with it too. So, well, man. I'm about ready to wrap this thing up, bro. I'm ready to go to bed. Shane, it's past your bedtime. Bedtime, yeah. It's uh, it's 11:46 p.m. here Eastern time. Uh, <laughs> it's it's 2 a.m. in the uh, in the south of France over there at your villa. <laughs> yeah, I have piano lessons here in an hour. So, I, uh, so listen to this. Listen to this. So I had somebody watch. I can't even remember who the hell it was. They were telling me this week. They're like, I was watching that. And we were wondering, like, where the hell you were? Like, we were like, is he at a, a rental? Is he at his parents? But where is he? Is he out? Oh, wait, no, he's out of town. That's right. He's out of town. He's somewhere else. And I was like, right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so we won't even we won't even get into that. That's yeah. A, that's a story so the I was doing a show with uh, right. Clint Imes with uh, NASCAR. Clint Imes. Yeah. Up today. Yeah, and uh, with NAFCA, and I turned off the the background, and he was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Yeah, man, <laughs> this is great." Benji created this for me; it's awesome. So, yeah, well, Dan's not wearing any pants. Uh, yeah, I'm pantsless right now. Really, <laughs> <laughs> work from home life. Yeah, it's COVID. You know, nobody wore pants during Go, COVID. COVID, and whatnot. COVID, COVID got the background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. During COVID, like COVID people, got the pants too. I mean, people who sold pants during COVID went broke. Nobody wore pants. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, guys, before we cut loose, I want to uh, thank the experts staying and seal for all they do. Man, nineteen odor-free colors, right? Flavors. Uh, D&D Technologies, Fence Track, the leader in steel privacy and horizontal fence systems. My Salesman, the software that allows you to save money and know before you go. And uh, Clever Fox, thank you, Benji. And uh, BizRater.com, take back control of your reviews. So, man, it was great having you on, Chance. Uh, good luck with that new baby girl. Hopefully she's sleeping through the night. And uh, Shane Cat. Eventually, she'll be installing some fence over Yeah. Miller Light drinking Shane Cat. It's always a pleasure to have you on, man. Chance. All right, guys. Well, hey, fence lifers, y'all keep on fencing. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business 
very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.